How's it going? Welcome to the Bloody Stream Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Jorge. Did you sneak a good day in there? I did, and I feel like I'm going to do it every time we cover an Australian film. It was pretty good. And then I'm going to... have to do the accent, then. I did not try anything risky. I played it safe, because I'm a <laughs> Good. How did you play it this week? Did you watch anything new and interesting? No. Neither did I. <laughs> you knew they loved it. <laughs> I was, you, know, you could tell I knew you were going to say that. Uh, in lieu of that, I do have the list of changes yes. this week from streaming. Very good. Uh, mainly the additions, right? Uh, Amazon Prime has added ABCs of Death 2. Oh. So if you like the first one, um, we're specifically for playing the game, right, of trying to guess the letter from the first <laughs> one that I recommended in one of these previous episodes, then you get to play that again. You get another game, yeah. As far as I know, the uh, the reviews came out much worse for the second one. I didn't actually watch that one. Um, I wonder if they're still 26. <laughs> but both Prime and Canopy have now Nightmares in Red, White, and Blue, which is an excellent horror documentary yes. movie. It is that looked quite very long, and it like even does things like covers the connections between what subgenres within horror are currently popular and tying them to uh like what's going on in the world showing oh really has like an impact on like what we like to watch yes i agree with that yeah that's very it's uh very good cool hulu added werewolf by night shout out that's the disney disney plus it's the marvel we have an episode on it yes we do um i looked into it a little bit it looks like you can if you go to hulu's website now they're like bundle hulu with disney plus and i'm like you guys are just gonna team up and be one are they owned by like the same they're owned uh, so abc disney has a stake in hulu Mm. i don't know i don't think they made it themselves but i think they bought into it initially in that early streaming days kind of thing well they should combine them and charge for only one of them they're gonna try yeah no they're gonna try to charge for both of them (laughs) that's pretty true true. for both of them and that's true yes (laughs) uh peacock added apollo 11 Sorry, Excuse me? Apollo 18. Apollo 11. <laughs> I don't even think there's a movie called 11. Apollo 11. Uh, Apollo 18, yes. which is like a found footage horror film on the moon. On the moon. Um, I heard it's bad. Yes. But from the trailer, I wanted to watch oh, it. Oh, watch it. So yeah. I mentioned it because I'm going to probably watch it. <laughs> uh, they also added Chopping Mall. Yes. Which I'm not a fan of. I enjoyed Chopping but Mall. I think like anybody would have guessed that I'd be a huge fan of. It is like yes. A, it's why from, is why? I think it's boring. I just think okay. it's boring and interesting. Uh, well, it's a little interesting. In it's like <laughs> an '80s movie, and there's a shopping mall, <laughs> and they make these little uh, security robots to stop people from stealing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But people stay in after hours, <laughs> and the little robots go bananas. Yeah, try to try to kill all of the teens that are staying in the mall. And they shoot lasers and stuff. Yeah, and maybe it's just that his little robot shooting lasers and things. I'm like, this is a sci-fi movie, especially with something people are getting lasered in half and shit. Especially with it being called Chopping Mall, it feels like a bit of a bait and switch, even Mm. though it's not necessarily. Yeah, there's just like long spans of it that I think are quite boring. (laughs) There, Peacock also has Let the Right One In, which I think just got added to something else as well. Listen to one of the old episodes. And Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Which wow, is I haven't seen that in forever. Top tier horror comedy. Yes, indeed. But been watched to death at this point. And that's Max the problem with them. <laughs> added a big fat nothing. Yeah, because they suck. Nothing <laughs> added or removed from Max. I think you had a perfect lateral situation, I see. Yeah. Get well, ready for two weeks from now when they. 
decide to cancel 40 shows and remove their own content from their own streaming service. Uh, Hoopla, by the way, Hoopla. removed a million movies and added a billion more. Ex- yeah, that'll... None of which I found worth mentioning, but like you could watch horror movies for the rest of your life on there. I was going to say, if we if we somehow we would never do it but if we somehow like did october all year right like did it that would be the, we would run out of we wouldn't run out of stuff because hoopla and canopy just have unbelievably large amounts of nothing horror movies and if we were really doing our job we would actually be digging through the depths <laughs> to find you the gems instead of just grabbing the ones we already know are good grabbing for you. the the <laughs> Grabbing the perfectly already cut diamonds from their case and blowing off a little veneer of dust that's gotten on them and saying, wow, can you believe that? Yeah, we've come, we've fallen a ways away from bringing it's you such classic blood ringers, but. Uh, yes, true. Yeah. Babadook, I feel like everybody knows about, which is what yes, we're talking about We're today. doing the Babadook. The Babadook. Duke, Duke. Gay icon, the Babadook. Yes, we'll get to that. <laughs> we will as well, Brian. Well, yeah. first of all, the Babadook you can just by the way, so you know it can be streamed on Hulu. Okay, they say, but I so it says Hulu, Shutter, Tubi, Pluto, Canopy, mm-hmm. but I watched it on Amazon. That's where it directed me to. And I see it's a Shutter and Shutter Amazon channel, and Hulu. I think I feel like has an Amazon channel too. Maybe I, Hulu might have an Amazon. You might channel. need to dig around a little bit because it's definitely not just on normal Shutter, in spite of what it says on our website. It's on stream. I saw dot com. I did watch it on Shutter. I went to Shutter.com and saw it. What? I looked. I went to Shutter and looked at the Babadook, and it was like no, no, no. <laughs> I wonder. Ah uh, ah uh, uh. Did you do it on your computer? Yes. I wonder if it has a different library when you're on an apple tv because they i feel like apple Ooh. and amazon apple and amazon grab their own sort of thing so that you only rent each movie from one of them and they're not on both that's what it feels like like because you'll see if Can't you confirm. if you're on the site it all it'll say specifically with amazon but i think this is similar to apple is like you'll see amazon shutter channel it's like that's not your shut you can't just put in your shutter subscription to that and yeah, have it turn yeah, on, yeah, yeah, you have yeah. to buy that channel on Amazon. But it's weird how yeah. that thing is. So I I'm sorry know. you couldn't find it on there, but it I is wanna, on Shutter. Yes, I, it is. It, I searched it on my Apple TV instead of the bloody stream like an idiot, yeah. and <laughs> it took me to Amazon. And I looked up on the site just in case. I'm like, I want to watch it on Shutter. Fuck Amazon, and they said, No, no, no. Say, uh-uh. I'm sorry to hear that. Okay. Disgusting. No, that's what. Samuel Jackson says That's true. Park. He does. And then he smokes a cigarette. And then he says it again in Kong Skull Island, which is a ghost skull alien. <laughs> anyway. Jurassic Park is also a ghost <laughs> Yeah. Brian, what Maybe would you... Maybe you need the phrase, hold on to your butts in a... Well, by Sam Jackson, so it would be a whole different thing. Yeah. Continue. What would you rate the Babadook? I liked it a lot. I thought it was super good. I also thought it was 90 minutes, which is awesome <laughs> yeah well, it um, is 90 minutes yeah no that's what i'm saying like it feels exactly yeah. 90 minutes um i'd honestly i'd probably give this a ghost <laughs> i i think it's a strong contender for it. i'm sitting at a mr cool Fair, yeah. i got some some open complaints they might be personal yeah not sure <laughs> warnings yes. this does carry uh child endangerment yes for sure 
Animal violence. Animal violence for sure. For sure. The exact one you don't want. The whole reason we have an animal the, violence one, that's why. I. This is a spoiler for the movie, but there... Oh, no, I'll just say there's a famous website that talks about all of the triggers and the answer would be yes. <laughs> yes. Just plain old yes. The vibe is Nothing else. modern horror. But I will say particularly well done and very this, very good at raising a vibe of dread what i was what i sad. what i was thinking about with this while i was watching it was it isn't i don't know if it's like demonstrably it especially because of how things come out and are produced and when people see things but it's like it walked so something like hereditary can run you know what i mean like it is very clearly a progenitor of yeah the prestige horror style and genre itself that we see nowadays yeah i will say the uh the the vibes that you get out of hereditary like the dial turns up so quickly that yeah. it's just like intense pain of something that just happened yeah and this one is like that low dull depression totally right? yeah, yeah yeah i i only mean it yeah no uh, I, I yeah, agree yeah okay cool cool, cool. yes sorry just what like, i liked um, about this also it actually made me like uh skin and marink less because i yo! i got some skin and marink vibes in here yes just like the the feeling of like the being at night Ugh, all yeah. the time and like there being a child and like what he's imagining and seeing and i'm just like oh right you can just do you can just do the skin and marink aesthetics but like in a good movie and then not just have like yeah a, i mean like it doesn't just, just sit there film, you know? for fucking ever yeah yeah so i i did really like that you can compare the two if you're on shutter you can just watch one and then watch the other yeah, and yeah. see how you like it yeah yeah should you watch the movie first I mean, it's a really good one, so I say just go watch it. You know? Yeah, exactly. If you exactly like, if you're intrigued, no way it's below go for a Mr. It. Cool. So and like, no, it, so this this is a this is a classic at this point. People they call it a cult classic in a video I watched, and I'm like, that doesn't feel like that applies. I if I guess if you're talking like literal amounts of money it made, maybe. But like it made ten million off of a two million dollar budget. Yeah, I'm that's like, a if, that's a hit. That's a successful hit. Like, I'm like if the cult is Christianity, then sure. yes, like <laughs> everybody knows what the Babadook is. Like, yeah, I feel that's like one of those it's, horror movies that most people have seen. Exactly. I don't even know why we're talking about it. Jake, it's, it's because I wanted to watch it. Because wanted, yeah. Well, I, I just missed it when it came <laughs> out, and it's been like nine years. God. So, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Give it a watch first. Most people. I think have. yes. Or put this on its. Let's get in. Absolutely. Uh, climbing up the stairs, getting into our bed and turning the lights off, doing a sensual thumb circle to open the spoiler configuration. Okay. Oh, excuse me. So, we start with Amelia, who is- Amelia Bedelia. Who is the mother. That's I'll, not right. That's I'll get to something like that later. <laughs> name's just Amelia. Uh, she's clearly having a nightmare- uh, of a car crash that she was in. Yes. Um, which immediately I was like, I'm bored. I'm so wow sick of horror movies starting with car crashes. <laughs> it happens all the damn time. It's been happening since at least. And then the waking up to yeah. yes, the true. Changeling. They still haven't topped that as an opening car crash for a movie. That is a yeah, a 43 year old movie. 
Yeah. Still incapable. Like, yeah, nobody beats that. Yeah. So I don't want to see it anymore. Enough. Don't show me. Yeah. Just I don't care if you put a title card up. There's uh, there was a car crash. Honestly, <laughs> do it. Try to. This is filmmakers. You should do it as abstractly as possible, while still like enough to thread the needle that someone can argue that's what it is and Jorge not have to acknowledge that it's a car crash. You know what I mean? Like right. get it in a way where you're like, that's exactly what I'm doing, but I don't want the audience. Cause you, <laughs> you also will never surprise me with a car crash as hard as the seas of the day music video by Avenged Seven. Oh, I'll never tell me that's not the most surprising car crash on video. Is that the same video where the guy does the guitar solo as the coffin is lowering into the ground or rising up from it or whatever? It sounds very eventual. That's exactly because I know it's the prison one where he's all whatever. Anyway. Yeah, I just remember. The, 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 <laughs> you got so yeah. <laughs> I don't remember the rest of the video. I just remember that I was like, oh, I was not expecting that. It was like eight minutes long. <laughs> eventually, that. that's for true. I so, said that. <laughs> so, yeah. We established that she has been in a car accident. Yes. We quickly find out. I'm not going to go through each story beat because there's the, the story is very simple. It's very mm-hmm. well constructed. So, like, I don't think... How it, would, it takes it would, you through it is more of the, the movie yes. for me to try to do it scene by scene without having it written no. down. But the point is, Amelia's husband died in the crash. Yes. They were on their way to the hospital to have her son, Samuel. Mm-hmm. Um, so Samuel's birthday and her husband's same. death is the same day. Yes. Which they do a good job of not like explicit to- yeah. telling you directly, right? They they mention like a couple things at different points in the movie. So it's not till at some point you just kind of do the math in your head, which is they they zero tell zero, you but... it. They tell you it once you already know it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that it, it's not used as a like, oh my god, what a twist. It's used to express a different point by the time that information is out yeah so we we know that amelia is very has like a lot of issues directly tied with samuel and guilt and blame yes um and like (laughs) we get hints that she particularly does not like celebrating his birthday on the day at least no she's been he's been sharing it with her sister's child yeah yes his cousin yeah uh yes ruby yeah, the cousin's name's Ruby. Cousin's name is Ruby. Uh, yes. And I was like, wait, what's the little kid's name? And it's <laughs> Samuel, but I was hoping that it was Max. So it would just be like Ruby and Max <laughs> the Rabbits uh, in that TV That's show. That's what you wanted. <laughs> well, because there's, there's, a, there's a guy on TikTok who just goes through how mean Ruby is to Max in that show. <laughs> Because they make him out they, The show makes Max out to be the shitty little brother But yes. like, if you actually pick it apart You're like She's Ruby's a nightmare She terrorizes shit. him yeah. Yeah. yeah And Max actually is just minding <laughs> his own business Doing his own little kid shit And Shouts Ruby out. in this movie does some terrorizing of our young Ruby's Samuel. a little meanie Yes Not nice Speaking of Samuel Before we set into any Babadook shit, I want to be very clear about that. Before the Babadook shows up, before any evil things appear. Pre the book, anything, yes. Samuel is a little shit. The way that it confirmed, like, oh, I don't want any kids ever. It is, I, I have to say, this movie is unbelievable in two ways. The way that they make the most realistic annoying kid and the way 
they make me eventually like him. Like the during the first 15 minutes, yeah. I sit there like I was sitting there just going, "God, I hate this child." I hate <laughs> this him. child is so upsetting in multiple both in like I'm a bad person for thinking this because I know this child is dealing with stuff and also like please stop talking <laughs> like I please uh, please stop I, it I right now. Brian did a did an air punch, but <laughs> so don't let him around your kids either. Like, I will not. I do not like. I him. worked with children at a I, summer camp for years. I know how to not punch a child. <laughs> I mean, I'm trained. In this. He may not punch a kid, but do you really want somebody who wants to punch a kid around? Do you really want someone who there's a non-zero chance? <laughs> it's not zero. If somebody wants to do something, They'll, there's always all, a there's non-zero a, chance. Yes, that's true. It. That's a good point. Shouts out to that show, The Slap, where Zachary Quinto <laughs> slaps a child. It's called The Slap. It's called The Slap. It's like a mini. It's like a mini series, and it's just about. How, how one him time? slapping someone, like his friend's kid, one time ruins everybody's life. That's awesome. They call it the slap. It's called the so slap. Yeah. Anyway, this movie, by the way, was written and directed by Jennifer Kent. Yes. She had a friend who had a child who kept saying he saw some sort of monster and okay. was like so persistent with it that it started freaking the mom out to where she was like, maybe there is something. Wow. Okay. Um, so that's like some of that. Shout out to child like, gaslighting, by the way. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> and Jennifer Kent also very much cared about like displaying parenthood and an authentic way that like approaches some of the taboos of like admitting that like it's okay to even if you love your child having not real necessarily exactly. always liking them liking you know? them yeah uh, she also took very special care to make sure that noah would uh noah wiseman is the the actor who plays samuel that he would not be traumatized by the events of the film so for i'm there, so any, happy about that yeah se davis who plays amelia anytime she's doing any of her wonderful acting and freaking out or whatever mm-hmm. noah is not on stage with her yeah it's not on set okay they're never together even shots where like you see they're in the same stuff to like make sure that he's never there and when she needs noah to react a certain way is never like telling him about the body right she did like (laughs) i read that she that she would like threaten to break his toys and i'm like that's still that's maybe i'm hoping what it meant was like she had him imagine Ex- that she like, was going to break his the toys scary thing to imagine is that there's the there's the famous thing with Rob Reiner on Stand by Me, and it is it's not as bad. It's just they were doing the shot of the train. They were running away from a train. Uh, two of the actors, fucking, I forget which two, but two of them are running away. Have to look like they're running away from a train, and they're doing green screen. Obviously, not even close anywhere like that. They keep doing it and they can't get the shot. They're not crying. You know, it's not believable to what it is, what it would be. And like towards the end of the day, finally, Rob Reiner was just was just yelling in general. But he was super frustrated with what was going on. And apparently the two actors heard him like we're still in the oh. vicinity, like on set. And they heard him just yelling and being frustrated. And they started crying. <laughs> and they got the shot after that and he's like I'm so he's like oh my god I didn't mean like, he's like I wasn't yelling at them no 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 and they were like fine it's too late it's already over <laughs> so yeah watch out for trauma like there's good yeah. rules about it now because yeah. uh fucking well, you can still fuck kids up right? massive negative shout out to John Landis who uh not I was about to say inappropriately worked with the kids but against rules and worker safety worked with kids at night 
and uh, they died during the Twilight Zone film. So that's John Landis, who yes. also directed an American Werewolf in London, amazing movie. Yeah, piece of shit. Piece of shit guy. He's still in documentaries and stuff, but like that situation with the Twilight Zone. It's not just because they were working at night, by yeah. the way. It's because he was having such insane pyrotechnic explosions and a fucking helicopter yeah. flying nearby that, like, there's the... Uh, they still have it in the movie, even. Yeah. There's, like, a scene where the the guy's, like, running... No, I don't think they have the kids in the movie. But I, I don't think they do. But they uh, have part like of... Like, the actor yeah. specifically, like, picked up to the, he also the passed, kids yeah. and tried to run away with them, away from the stuff that was happening. But, like, because of one of the explosions was too close, the helicopter crashes. Yeah. And, like, full horror movie propeller murders all three of them. It was horrible. It was an absolute fucking nightmare. Yeah. Fuck that guy. And I'm like... John why, Landis, not Why are you on documentaries yet. just, like, like you know blase talking about whatever like you should be like no i like what i do now is go around and talk about this thing because i'm such a horrible i should be the biggest safety advocate ever going oh my god all of this stuff blah 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 blah. like and no yeah yep anyway fuck him anyway not didn't happen to no wiseman no wiseman's perfectly fine from his experience on the babadook from what i understand uh i didn't check but the point Shit. is Jennifer Kent. Dude, hard cut to next <laughs> two weeks from now, me going, I'd like to apologize uh, because uh, there's, no I Wiseman found an interview with Noah Wiseman where he said, I've never uh, been more Jennifer traumatized Kent in my life. Jennifer shit, Kent's no. an absolute fucking nightmare monster. And <laughs> she also has a short film, I believe. Called Monster? Yes, that she calls Baby yeah. Bob Duke. Um, where it's like a lot of the same <gasps> like, kind of <laughs> theories. Uh, that's awesome but yeah. also I saw that based on in the thing and I was like oh okay, okay but it's also highly inspired by a lost film called London After Midnight it's like yes. the most sought after silent film it's like the most lost film which sucks because like have you looked at the pictures from it yes it but looks... if you have them yeah, like, I will look I mean, again there's one of yeah. like, it's like a guy in a top hat it's Lon- I'm pretty sure it's Lon Chaney yeah, I, I could be wrong be, I yeah Chaney. But he's in a top hat and he's got like bat wings sewn under his sleeve. So he literally is like when he raises the his arms up, thing. Yeah. And like the way that his makeup is has like God, the dark love his makeup. around the eyes. I mean, yeah, he looks like an excellent silent version of. Yeah. Of the Babadook. I don't know what they did to his makeup, but it looks genuinely freaky. Lon Chaney did a lot of his own makeup. Also, yeah. he did I mean, like he's awesome. He's he's fucking great. He's goaded in terms of makeups and being a silent hill silent hill silent movie like villain character oh yeah if you look at the comparison between his face and the babadook face oh my god yeah babadook face is also fucking scary that venn diagram is like a circle (laughs) i will say i have been watching what we do in the shadows which is very funny and good and you know it's like vampires but they have like babadooks is like a race of vampires really yeah and oh, because so it's, like it's a, yeah, it's like it, a comedy bit, and there's yeah. like a Babadook there. You but know. that's New Zealand, Australia, like right, similar like cousins. Yeah, thing. yeah. and uh, <laughs> he looks like he does in the movie, and he's very scary. And I saw that before I saw Babadook, so I'm watching the Babadook, and I'm like freaked out that this guy is going to show up at any moment. And that's I'm the like, one in what? Yeah, the one from what we do in the shadows, and I'm like, I am afraid oh, of the Babadook. Yeah. Oh, oh my god! But they actually yes. let me show his real his his his, uh, his silly mask face once as far as i know yeah and like in in the in real life but not in the picture book correct yeah you do you don't you do not get a lot of you get more i'd say you get more than you'd expect but still not a lot Uh, well it's because he's like very definitely very upsetting 
I think to look at sometimes there's some shots where you're like, that is a guy. Yeah. You I know like what I mean? It's a freaky guy. Like, true. Yeah. They do a lot to me. <laughs> so, uh, Amelia has Samuel. Samuel is like a little terror. I mean, like he's not yeah. even that bad. He's, he is just straight up like kid annoying, like real life kid annoying. Yeah. You don't normally see depicted on film. You see like a film fake version of stuff. But yeah. This is like when a kid's being really annoying, when a kid is being really, I mean, this is the thing like about it. Normal He's kid being annoying. really clingy, like just yeah. wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. That's the thing about look, what I love about the movie look is. Look at me. Look at me. What I love about the movie is you start with this sentiment of Sam, and as it goes on, you are like, oh, I now see the origin of that. Very like I very much see why you would act this way and how you're acting this way because of all of this stuff that suddenly puts the onus on other people. <laughs> like, that very much moves that responsibility from your little annoying head that won't stop yelling to your mom. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The I mean, the thing is that he it's very realistic. He's a yeah. child. He's not being treated right. And so he's annoying as shit. He's missing for... Exactly. So, like... And yeah. But it's still annoying. That's the thing. But it's still fucking annoying. It's, and he's not my kid. I had a bunch and of I friends. Didn't, I didn't do the not treating him right. So I had I don't friends care. I'm not in school him. when I was a kid who acted like that. And I was like, I'm young. You're kind of annoying. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not doing this with you. I'm nice to you because you are my friend and I get what's happening, but stop. Like, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the first portion of the movie is Samuel's behavior, which is like, he like brings a crossbow to school, but it's yeah. not, it's in a totally innocent way. Um, Yes. And it all Although leads... the dart is in it. Yes. Like he doesn't he's not it's going for other kids. It's yeah. just he has it cuz he yeah. He like tinkers with stuff and he Yeah, like, he's made like, up awesome magic, backpack but... with a little catapult on the back of it. Yeah, like this yeah, great yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um but the ultimate point is that it ends up isolating Amelia and Samuel from everyone including the school and her sister and Yes. Like that's the ultimate point throughout this. So at some point during, like, in that path to full isolation, yes. Amelia finds, or, like, Samuel picks a book off the shelf called Mr. Babadook. Mm -hmm. uh, and Amelia is like, don't you want to read, like, a fucking normal book? I've never seen this one before. <laughs> well, and it's great because like, she nope, starts it. I can pick. It's, cause, it's right. great because she starts it. It starts to get upsetty spaghetti. And she's like, why don't we pick something else? And he's like, but you said I could pick. And she's like, fine, great. I'm oh, not And I'm like, at that point, now this is your fault. That's, that's on you. You got your out. Uh, and then the, <laughs> the book is, I mean, it's not a very good book, honestly. It's like the pop-up parts are very cool. But it's just saying, like, Mr. Bob Duke's, like, hiding out. And he's going to try to get inside it's you. It's truly, yeah. It's. I, I he's do. Gonna, he's going to scare you. And you're I gonna do die. like, I do I do like if it's in a word or it's in a look, you can't get rid of the Baba Duck. Like, I just like that yeah. as a line. Because that's also, like, the best rhyming line. Yeah. Because the other ones are, like... The whole one should... The, the, the whole scheme, book should be like that. The scheme is all... The... the um, I'm trying to fucking think of the word. But, like, the, the tempo, I guess, of it is, like, all fucked up. The rhyme yeah. scheme and, like... I agree. How they talk. I'm like, wait, you're... Are you just reading this wrong, lady? Or is there some fucking absolute disaster free verse yeah, going it's like on in here? Me trying to read poetry. Like, it's not good. <laughs> um, yeah, it gets very scary. It's like, you're going to wish you were dead and fuck you. Yeah. And suck it, motherfucker. Yeah. Movie. And there's, there's a big middle finger at the end. That's not true. Yeah. I heard that. There's Babadook, a big scary Babadook at the end. <laughs> I heard that. Oh, and that 
it also mentions that he's wearing a funny disguise and he'll take it yes. off and show you once and you see you. you wish you were dead. And it's almost entire, almost verbatim that with no <laughs> rhyme or reason. Um, <laughs> Samuel gets very freaked out. Shocking. Cut, cut to her trying to read a different book as he's nonstop sobbing. Oh and my! I'm like, fuck you, Samuel. You want to read this book? Don't come whining to me now. Absolutely, fuck you, Samuel. That sort of stuff also definitely feels like Ari Aster watched that and went, oh, I can evoke that same like yeah. sudden absolute just tears from a thing. You know what I mean? Well, like it's, it's they cut they because they hard cut the to her just desperately trying to read. While he's just in her lap sobbing. Well, think about it. You're actually dead on because the uh, the shot of of Emilio holding Samuel in mm-hmm. his position and like kind of rocking back and forth is like exactly the shot at the beginning of Midsummer. Uh, with yes, the, the girl and her boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Florence Pugh. Oh yeah. my God, you're right. right. Yes, Isn't totally. It's some, yeah, yeah, it's pretty much exactly that. Yeah, so I think I think you're 100 yeah. percent on that. Which is hey, listen, the right place to steal from. This yeah. is exactly oh, yeah. and like, that's. <laughs> I mean that that's not even like stealing. That's, no, that, that is just how art works. That's that's what I was gonna say. Is like there's a the line is good artists borrow, great artists steal, mm-hmm. and that's 100 percent true. There is yeah. no like. There's a difference I of. I feel like it's, it would be an aesthetic homage of anything because those are exactly. completely different movies. Precisely, yeah. So, Baba Duke is introduced as a concept to us. And <laughs> He's <the> here. Characters. <laughs> and we have the the kind of obvious escalations of, you know, Bob Duke's scary ghost monster. Yeah. We, every time we hear more noises, we get closer to seeing him. Um, what I like about those is we do get some. We get a whole thing about she rips up the book and then it comes back put pieced back together with more lines now like mm. with new lines that are basically saying i'm gonna possess you and you're gonna kill your dog and your son and yourself and yeah. fuck you like i'm gonna overwhelm you and you're gonna be done um what i like about this the up and i still like this but i'm saying up to a certain point it is fully these are all things that are just happening like yeah. When what we can see demonstrably, like nothing here is that whatever. There's a great scene in the police station after she's burned that book, the book that is repaired. Second book, yeah. Uh, she goes to the police station and they're first of all they are police. <laughs> they are so they are the most police ever. She she says <laughs> that like she believes she's being stalked because somebody brought back the book. Yes, like put the back Baba together. book. And I heard that Baba Duke is an anagram for bad book and i can't stop thinking about it and i think it's dumb but it also means like he's coming in hebrew or oh something. okay yeah regardless she's like yeah somebody's stalking me blah 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 the book and um the cop is like let me see yeah let me see the book and she's like i, I burnt it and she's like well then there's nothing i can do I'm yeah like, what are you immediately about there's nothing you can do which again he snipes back at her because she's like you know, they oh, it's like, how do you know the caller is who you're talking about? And it's like, because he said things that were in the book. He's like, the book you burned, the idiot, you loser, <laughs> plus L plus ratio, you fell off. Yeah, we're actually not allowed to do anything if we don't already have <laughs> damning evidence. If the, if the perpetrator isn't already in custody, we're legally incapable of helping you. Um, but I do like in that we get the 
the background. They do a lot of mm-hmm. good background stuff. They do a lot of good background stuff of they'll put something there, either really explicit or a little subtle, but they will put stuff there and they won't, they'll focus on it without doing a big stinger for no reason where you're like, oh my God, that's scary. They have a jacket with long gloves and a top hat hanging up behind the police officer that they eventually close up on. And I'm like, that stuff's great. Because yeah. she's just like, oh my fucking God. It looks oh, like the Babadook. It's I'm, the Babadook super big style, yeah. But I'm like, in her house, she has a very innocuous... Like, yes. Two times, like, hat is hung up, jacket is hung up. There's, like, boots near the ground or whatever. Yes. So it like, kind of looks like a person. This one, I'm like, that is legit the Babadook. That, though, no one would own those gloves. No one yeah. would own those gloves ever. And any fucking like, cop who's walking in going... Good morning, gentlemen. While I pull off my jacket and top yeah, hat de- in Detective today, Jack yeah, like, like no. shut up, absolutely, you get roasted mercilessly. Yeah, so I'm like, she's but- <laughs> imagining that, but it's from an escalation of having yeah. like in Sam's either her or Sam's room. There is a there's the dressing like mannequin doll mm-hmm. with a little bit of clothes on it that is absolutely used to that same effect of like. I'm putting a person shape in the shadow. Yeah. What you do with it is your problem. Like <laughs> I do also want to mention, I think that I should just start including this at the beginning. Every okay. Because I like to know personally, uh, this has got a, like a, it passes the jump scare bar rating. It's like, I'm, I'm good with yeah, it. The hurt, yeah. I don't believe that they have like, so when I talk about a jump scare, I am like, we go from nothing to showing you something very quickly. Yeah. Hit hard. Usually sound. a hard lie. Yeah. Um, in this, we do have scary stuff, stuff that you would like see in a jump scare. But what I respect and like in movies is when they bring it onto screen smoothly, and then and then let it do its thing right in front of you, so yes. that it it doesn't trick you. Like you have you get to see it first, and then they're like, "I'm I'm full honest, man to man. Are you scared of this? You know, and yeah. Then, like let it do its thing. I'm at just you, showing you instead of trying to just. Uh, elevate your heart rate through a through a. Like They're trying a, to scare you, bang. not yeah. surprise you. <laughs> yeah, I can be surprised really easily. <laughs> so for people who are afraid of jump scares, mm-hmm. I think you're you're clean to go into this movie. There's some good bit of slow uh, stop motion as well as like shutter speed manipulation mm. with the Babadook. A there's, lot of the time. There's some good, like... There's one that Shannon pointed out that's real good is when uh, Amelia's underneath the covers and she yes. falls asleep and then it just does, like, the... Now you'd call it, like, the paranormal activity, like, speed yeah. through uh, her, her, like, face. Fast motion, she, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or time-lapse, time-lapse is what you're Daytime, yeah. Uh, Which is great. Looked, it looked really good. It looks it. really great and it's also, like, yeah, that probably took, like, a minute to film... Of like we're gonna just very slowly change this, and then they're like speed it up immediately. <laughs> speed it up to ten seconds. <laughs> yeah, sounds oh. great. Now, what what really kicks things off in my mind is like in addition to them isolating slowly, Samuel has a seizure uh, while they're driving. Yes. Um, and it, he had, he like they're driving and they're having an argument, and Samuel starts seeing the Babadook in the car, and then has a seizure. And so- great acting in that scene because yeah. he's already in trouble. I think this was from him pushing his cousin yeah. off of her treehouse and her breaking her nose, mm-hmm. but he's like truly like I am a kid lashing out and then the freeze and turn to the Babadook is like that thing's real and it's right there holy shit oh my god. Like Yeah. This is also where the meme comes from if you don't know where <laughs> 
It's uh, the first panel is the mom saying, why can't you just be normal? And the second panel is just the kids screaming. Uh, it's very funny in the movie. Yes, it is great to see in the movie. But he has a seizure. They go to the doctor. They run through those few mandatory scenes of tests and talking to the doctor. But the ultimate outcome. Which is was also gonna... in the Pope's accents. It's in everything. Uh, ultimate outcome is, and it's because it was originally and done best in The Exorcist. Yeah, that yeah, one of, of course. The, the mentions is like, or the, one of the original points of the exorcist that we forget about is like the, one of the first times we are like really inspecting the meeting of old world horror with like new world technology. New science, and, exactly. Um, yeah. So that's, that's fascinating to think about that that's like, well, because I always think of, I, I, and I haven't seen it in so long. I actually think it's due for, it'll probably be in my mentions fucking next time. Um, I haven't watched The Exorcist in fucking forever, but I always think of The Exorcist as a 90-minute fucking battle of, like, there's five seconds. She does the spider walk up the stairs and immediately the priest, and I'm like, nope, that's not true. There's actually more stuff. Um, So, yes. Yeah, if anybody wants to rewatch The Exorcist 1973, it is actually on Max right now. Thank God, because I was 100% want to watch Dot com. I very much want to watch it. Anyway. Yeah, it's good. But yeah, we get that. And Hugh, this is another part. There's every part of the movie I could say this, but Essie Davis as Amelia is so fucking good in this movie. Yeah, like great. her performance is is the most believable, thus making it unbelievable, if that right, makes sense. Right, like right, right. when she's sitting there telling the doctor how exhausted she is, like mm-hmm. You can see the doctor being like, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> like, yeah. The, the okay, doctor, lady? by Holy the way, shit. is like a, <laughs> like, uh, fuck, what did I think he, uh, not, um, Lee Jones, Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> he looks like a young Tommy Lee, like a young okay. Australian Tommy Lee Jones to me. Get in the comments and tell <laughs> Tell me if you agree. Tell Jorge which other white guy he actually looks that's, like. That's, oh, I didn't even, I forgot about that. That's, that's my... <laughs> So I think I always forget that I can't <laughs> that you recognize them, but you just can't. The names yeah. are too are like a slot machine. <laughs> yeah, full on. Um, Maybe. Th- but what what comes out of it is that she gets sedatives, Sleep, yes. tranquilizers for her and her boy. Uh, boy, and this is where the boy, and uh, <laughs> th- that oh, that has meaning. Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, they start. She wants. She, they haven't slept in forever, so she's yes. using those tranquilizers to get them to sleep. But we have two things that happen. One is like she's trying to get him to sleep through the night, so sometimes she keeps him awake. So they they like take the tranquilizers first thing in the day. But you're still foggy, and then she's like, like trying to get you to go to sleep. But like if you know anything about your tranquilizers, you know like that's how you make it like a, a recreational drug. You take it and then you <sighs> don't go to sleep. Yeah, that's good. And then you see crazy things. And then know? it's like, yeah, because he's like, it's like early evening after she already sees a Babadook hallucination, which yeah. is wild. So they're um, tripping yeah. the whole time in that house. You have this sensation of eternal night. This is where I yes. start to get the uh, the skin of Marink vibes. It's what I enjoy about the because the lighting inside of the house is it's well lit, like you can see everything, but it does feel like. It is always evening to night. Like, it's never early. Yeah. What, honestly, what kind of freaked me out a little bit was uh, when Samuel starts complaining of the nausea, and then he's 
like I'm hungry. Like I haven't eaten yeah. in a while. And it's like the first time they at all allude to like, oh, she hasn't been feeding either of them. Because there's an incident close to when he, about before that, yeah. the seizure, but close to that is she finds glass in her. Um, I'm just going to call it slop. I don't slop. know what's wrong. I don't know if this is just... It was like a clam chowder. Everyone has issues or if it's an Australian thing, but what the fuck was going... That was nothing. That was It was goop. It was, it was nothing. Clam chowder looks like that. I don't believe... It was like clam chowder without <laughs> the clam. That's... Chowder. <laughs> chowder. Um, but she finds broken glass in hers and checks his for like a safety and not in there and he blames the Duke on it so it's like i think that's like one of the early on the, things that happens but that that's the sort of stuff i love is like he gets bl- you can see how the resentment builds up in the movie mm-hmm. not even just pre-movie like you can see where the bias of resentment is already there yeah. and gets exacerbated because of the events yeah I hadn't even considered that that prob- that may have something to do with why she's not feeding them. I assume like yes. she's just like in one of those depression holes where you can't do anything. It's I think it's a multitude. Like I, I definitely think what you're talking about is true. Yeah, like, she does hit him with the sick, nasty line, which is, "If you're so hungry, why don't you go eat shit?" See, <laughs> at this point, what's interesting is this is the morning after she is first possessed by the Babadook. That's right. That's this right. so, and the way you like you know because the Babadook fast motion crawls up the ceiling and is a weirdo and dives into her mouth big style and that's when you see his face and you're like hey that's a what the fuck is that guy um <laughs> that guy's like a living creepypasta <laughs> yeah he's like a living creepypasta which i love yeah uh i don't think i like that he just goes like baba you know, yeah like that, that, he does that super he loud does over and over the again, noise and i'm like don't in the story which the noise in the story is supposed to be onomatopoeia for him knocking on the door. Yeah. Because it's him. Go, it's They, they go, ba-ba, ba-duk, duk, duk yeah. in the story. And it's like, yeah, that makes sense. And he does the knocks. He does like he mm-hmm. does that to try and get in. But then, then he just goes, ba-ba. Like, and it's it's cool they distort it and fuck it all up. But, like... It's fine. I mean, like, it's I just, fine. I'm not yeah. into those, like, very stereotypical, like, scary sounds. Having, like, a gimmick catchphrase like that is very... It, Interesting. Just, him saying his own name is very <laughs> yeah. Pokemon too. Like, that would be if I ran into any train. If it was like Lass wants to fight, and it was like, cool, great. What are you throwing out, Geodude? I beat him. Now what, Baba Duke? I'd be like, you, you are the Pokemon master. I'm done. You yeah. can go to walk up to the Elite Four right now I mean, and see you, if you can fucking like literally look at a picture of Haunter <laughs> and look at a picture of Baba Duke. And- <laughs> There's some there's some similar line work. Get a there, paternity test on that stat. <laughs> but yeah, he grabs her and the the one thing I like about him doing that is you get a telltale sign of it in her speech because he's just jabbering and now jabbering because I'm not being literally taken care of by my mother. Help, I'm actually kind of really hungry. Yeah. He's and she goes way more tolerable once he, he's the second we know the Duke exists. The immediate switch from like heel to face for everyone's sympathies to Samuel is like a million percent. He because you're like, oh my god, this poor child. Well, there is like some <laughs> instead like, of this annoying kid. In the midpoint, some of the reasons he's getting scolded is because he wants to use his awesome backpack catapult yes. and stuff to like build traps for the Duke. Yeah, and at that point, I'm already like, now we can talk. 
Because if the Babadook is real, <laughs> we're negoti- then yeah. what he's doing actually is legitimate is legit preparation. And cool, yeah. you know. But I'm like, when I was talking about that with Shannon, I'm like, but I want to be very clear that he was a little shitbag before the Babadook was. He was even talking mentioned. about pounding monsters. Yeah, so that's before not, anything was brought. Exactly. Yeah, maybe now it's fine, but like that does not. You got lucky. His before, yeah, you right. got lucky that your past behavior now fits into a requisite now. But yeah. she goes, she she. You see her sitting there, and she goes, "Why are you always talk, talk, talking?" Yeah, and like it's little like something like that where you're like, "That's fun." She also does a great thing where she's always like, like uh, rubbing jaw. her the same side of her jaw. Um, which I assume means that she's been clenching her teeth at night, but they never really show you yeah. why she's doing. Oh, she pulls out her tooth. Pulls out her tooth. Is it? But is that? Yeah. Is wait. it just that she also had a bad tooth, and this is like what <laughs> is part of what was aggravating her? I actually don't know what the tooth the was Papa about. Duke separately went. Oh, there's a. I mean, while I'm while I'm taking roost in here. Oh, yeah. this tooth is bad. This, this is, is a not rotten good. tooth. You should remove this. I'll take it out for you. Here, let me help you. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I don't, don't know. I'm not actually I sure. I love that she's like rubbing it because it's just kind yeah. of freaking it. Adds it's a great everything. upsetting like thing. I just can't. Fucking Samuel also does. He does grind his teeth yeah. at night, and I'm like, ugh. They do. There's great <sighs> bits of them in bed together <laughs> where he will like try to like cling onto her, yeah. and she like always is like separating away from him. And the and the like foreshadowing of the threat of strangulation because so much of the time it's him holding like. Him trying to like hug and around, but he ends up touching like, her neck because mm-hmm. it's the only thing he can get around. And like, you see the image of him strangling her basically, yeah. and her like ripping anyway, grinding his teeth against the back of her head. And I would never. Like, you're you're too old. You're not sleeping with me ever again. You're going back to your bed, and I don't want to hear don't about care the Babadook. How drunk? <laughs> Maybe the Babadook can possess you and stop grinding your fucking teeth. Yeah, you got my tooth though. <laughs> So we continue to escalate, and I mean, she gets in trouble with she. With she has a lot of they. They do it very simply and very like it's not super loud with the way they do it. Or obviously, child protective. She does a lot of the tropes of nobody believes that there's any possession, but she just just looks like a bad parent. (laughs) Like, she looks like a really bad parent. They show up. And there's like two comments that get made, and at that point they're like, "Yep, this is a closed case. You're going to jail, lady. We'll be back in two weeks. They, pack your shit." The woman who comes in of the bear is so like, "Hey, Sam, how are you?" And he's like, "I'm foggy from the drugs mother gives me." And she's like, "Oh my fucking god!" And Amelia is like, "No, they're tranquilizers I got from the doctor." And I'm like, "Well, don't call them tranquil." Don't say, stop but, saying that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they are from the doctor, and like, there could be a whole reason for stuff going on. The point yeah. is, you still got to do your job, child protective services. It, you can't just come in here, <laughs> see two things. They were in and out in a couple minutes, and they were like, "We'll be back." Well, because they were just went cool. This child's being drugged. Oh, what's wrong with your fucked up kitchen, mom? She was like, oh. "I just found a roach infestation." But I was she cleaning. goes, "I literally have gloves on." She goes, "No," but she goes, "They were in a hole in the wall, and they look over behind the fridge, which is very clearly visible, and there is no hole." And she, pay- she's like, "I meant the there was a um, hole in the wallpaper that they yeah, were nesting." The and wallpaper that they're like, off. they're like, it's already they. Well, they say like, "We've caught you at a bad time, but here's our card," and I'm like, "They are giving you the nicest." We're bringing the hammer down 
you better fucking watch it, lady. I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I think they decided all too quickly. I'm like, you have more investigating to they, do for sure. I definitely think that this is a warrants, two hour minimum trip that you should be on. I definitely think it also warrants them to come. Like, I think that visit 100 percent is a warrant to come back, like yeah. to talk more. But also, do you think it's uh, New Zealand or film magic that they actually have the budget to send child protective services immediately and with two people? <laughs> Those weren't actors. They're just child. Like, yeah, because the, they come around because he hasn't been in school for a couple of days. Yeah. Literally maybe two or three is what they imply. Yeah, so by I don't it. know. It's always like yeah. in the United States, if you see that in a movie, Again, it's the movie. It's a complete movie. Ever happening it like might that. actually like be real Australia shit. Yeah. Six like. to 12 months. Yeah. Like. <laughs> So we get, we Maybe. get escalated until we're in full skin and marine world, and like she's like <laughs> she ends up strangling world. the dog, and it's she gets very the, graphic. Th- that's the thing. It kind of turns so. Just to keep things in a bit of order, there that when she kills the dog, she's basically like hereditary. You know, she's possessed. She's, she's gone. Babadook, yeah. The Babadook we is her the her, Mamadook. The Mamadook. But before that, there's a great scene in the basement. She gets down into the basement, and the Babadook basically reveals itself as the Papa in the form of the Papadook, her her dead husband, and is like, I love that scene because it's so immediately upsetting. In a nice like them embracing is like you know for sure this is bad, this is horrible town frolics, but she's so desperate. Like, you can see where this grief is coming from and how it's manifesting via this situation. That the hug she gives is like, oh my god. And then it just says, you can, you know, we can be together if you bring me the boy. And she's like, hold on a sec. Like, it's it's actually a good turn of, hey, I'm not, I don't actually hate my son. Mm-hmm. I'm just really sad about, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm inappropriately oh, putting hand him over this right pressure. Away. Exactly. She stops and is like, no, 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 no. Now, the thing with the boy is that when he got in trouble at school and she was talking to the principal and stuff, they kept referring to him as the boy. Now, I think they were genuinely trying to help because they were like, we will get you a full-time monitor to watch your child. We do need to (laughs) separate him. They did not expel him. They just said And I'm like, she should have been asking for, it's like, okay, give him a monitor, but like, don't separate him from the other kids. But instead, she's like, I'm taking him out of school and all this shit. Yeah. but she was like, don't you fucking call him the boy. His name is Samuel. So <laughs> That's another horror film. Over, over him. <laughs> yes. Which is nice. Yeah. Um, but then when the Baba Duke, Papa Duke is calling him the boy, <laughs> that is her tip off to be like, oh, yeah, I do care about my son. Yes. I don't want other people referring to him as like a nothing child. And I think you can you can bring me the boy is the better Baba Duke line. Like, I think that line is chilling every time it's fucking mm-hmm. voice distortedly said in the movie than Baba do like that's yeah. whatever you can bring me the boy is set in such a like matter of fact casualness that's like yeah. I wanted to fucking cry I was like no get away from me <laughs> and because of the, the lengthening of the book she now knows that she's going to kill the dog she's going yes. to kill Samuel and then she's going to kill herself strangle strangle knife and it, <laughs> what is that a Mortal Kombat fucking modifier <laughs> that's code the, that's, that's the, that was my shorthand for the how she murders each <laughs> strangle one. strangle knife <laughs> Uh, so she strangles the dog. Yes. Strangles the dog in a great bit of filmmaking that never has the dog in danger explicitly. Like, the dog is dead. You know, he's killed. 
Jaws is graphically what on I, screen kill. What I well no, what Not, I enjoy is yeah. the way it's shot is when we see her doing a lot of the strangling, mm-hmm. it's com- her hands are pretty much completely off camera. So yeah. there's nothing in her hands when she's doing it. And then we cut to no shot of her face, but like very down here close to the dog who is just stand, like who is just in someone's arms like that. And you're yeah. like, okay. And then it slowly turns while a sound, like they, they do it in a very good way of like, it's obvious no animals were harmed in this production. But yeah, it's a pretty fucking brutal, like, death. Brian just knows how they make movies yes. and, like, what the, how the special I'm effects desperately, work. I'm He's desperately fully... trying to, like, take the vinegar out of how fucked it is the way she killed. Like, she kills this dog yeah. really fucking horribly. Yeah, everything he described, once you see it on film, <laughs> you're like, oh, she snapped this dog. She snapped it. She fucking murderized it. Yeah, is, exactly. I'm trying to take some yeah, punch out the body of the side. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, yes. Um, so she does that. I'm sorry. We told you that there's, yeah. there's that, that kind of thing. Spoiler alert. <laughs> we told you fucking enough, all right? <laughs> you wanted to come to the spoiler configuration? I'm not anyway, apologizing for a thing we warned you about. Yeah. the beginning. So Listen. That's on you now. Haunted right. houses haunted houses tell you beforehand the scary things are going to happen. They don't apologize when they do happen after you already <laughs> said, I'm good to go in. I'm fine. Yeah, that's why yeah. after they're like, we can stop reading this Babadook book and Samuel's still <laughs> like, I want to keep reading. That's on him. That's on, that's exactly. On this whole movie. There's onus here. On <laughs> I was even going to do the dog sounds and I didn't do them. So you're welcome. Yeah. Now she moves on to being like, I'm going to strangle Samuel now and stops herself. And then Samuel... Well, oh, that happens after, right? Yes. Yeah, so the first thing... She threatens. She yes. goes towards Samuel. Samuel realizes that it's no longer his mom. And it's the mom. And he enacts a bunch of his traps to <laughs> defeat her. <laughs> That's a great sequence because it's literally like in the span of 30 seconds, everything is you. Like, <laughs> yeah. Which uh, harkens back to, you know what? Can you guess? Uh, no. Kids setting traps for adults. Home Alone. Wrong. Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm original Street. Original one to do it. Yes. The, I remember the sledgehammer. Yes. Uh, Before yes. Home Alone did it. Shouts out. You get everything from horror. Shouts out fucking a non-John Landis Because <laughs> Home Alone's a fucking... Oh, really? John, I think it's a John Landis written film. Mm. Chris Columbus directed it. That's right. Yes. That is the director of the first Harry Potter. Yeah, first right. two Harry Potter. First two Harry Potters. If anybody likes that early magic... Um, before we found out how transphobic. Before, oh no. <laughs> None here, thank you. Okay, so Samuel defeats her, and they do a good job of, like, you get to see all the traps that have been, you know, yes, sitting everything on the mantle for the fire, whole movie. Yeah. The, all of the Chekhov's guns fire. And they do a good job of not making it seem too goofy, you know, which is admittedly hard because it is a little child catapulting a ball into a woman's face. It's unbelievably good. Yeah. In the way it's done. I will not hear anything. Sorry, it's John Hughes. It is not John Landis. I'm I, so fucking sorry, John Hughes. That's I would I never thought. associate with yeah. that shit. I'm so sorry. Because it's such a... I get them fucking that mixed makes up sense. all the Both fucking time. John, yeah. Very much apologize to them. John Hughes, anyway. while did not put anybody's life in risk, did do his fair share of inappropriate racism and, and yeah. uh, sexual assault jokes. For Yes, for true. Throughout his movies. Thankful, thankfully, that, just... Like, thankfully, just inappropriate stuff he wrote in movies and not, hey, oops, there's yeah, 40 women coming out saying, oh, no, Ethically John wrong Hughes. in opinion and portrayal, yeah. not actively putting people's mortal lives in danger. Yes, exactly. Now, 
Samuel ties up his mother, Amelia. Uh, they do a good job of, like, she has been tied up by a child. So it's like, she's yeah. going to get out. You can tell they're not super It's not completely anything. secure, but there's so much of it that you're like, I yeah. can see how... He just tied... He made a exactly, million yeah. knots. And he's trying to get her to, like... Push out the Babadook. He unironically made me tear up in this with the very honest and incredibly sad line of, I know you don't love me, mm. but I like him. When he says that, I fucking, it's utterly fucked how sad I get because it's so like, he says it, he just, the way he says it is so like, I know, I yeah. know in my heart. That it's you like, don't like that's what so it is. Clingy. Is like, yeah, it's because like I've tried so hard to fucking get your love and you don't have it for me. And I'm like, oh mm-hmm. my fucking god. Like So he's he's trying to make this happen, but she gets her she gets out of the restraints and then starts choking strangling him. Strangling him. Uh and then decides to stop. He does the little face pet that he yeah. did to her, which is like his true sign of like affection that she likes in the movie. You know, she that's like the one time she smiles at him basically mm-hmm. in the movie beforehand is that. Yeah, and that like kind of nice helps and her. Kind and not super annoying. That yeah. snaps that helps snap her or like give her some strength against the Baba Duke. Yeah. She looks unfucking recognizable actress wise when she's Mama Duke. Like yeah. the way her like cause they I think fully dilate her pupils and like the angle she's at and like how red her face is from straining, I'm like, you you a different woman. <laughs> Yeah, I love the effect of they do a close up on her eyes and it's like CGI or whatever of, of them like dilating super yeah. super hard. So there's just like the tiniest little thin layer on it looks cool. Yeah, exactly. But uh then she like kinda immediately uh tells the Baba Duke to fuck off. Yeah. Um, which is like one of my main problems. She really goes from zero to a hundred. I mean like we can we'll okay. get into it in a second. Um <laughs> she she tells the Babadook to fuck off. You know, they have like a, a dramatic like fight of him trying to yes. get, get big like a bear and she gets bigger. Yes. And is like, no, fuck you. You can't have either of us. Yeah. And she says, if you touch my son again, I'll fucking kill you. And yeah. I'm like, that's so rad. <laughs> banishes him. We cut to them having a nice birthday party. Everybody's actually happy. She's happy with Samuel. So there's no problems. Um, then we find out that Samuel has collected a bunch of worms for her to bring down to like uh, the we basement. Don't, we don't to, to the basement and feed to the Babadook, but we yeah. don't see the Babadook at all. And we no, we it's get like implied a, that it's much smaller now. She's doing when a lot of looking gets, down instead of looking up, like she has to. It the whole when period. it gets banished, as Jorge was talking about, what and what we see is a bit of light. Like we're we're on a POV. We're from its POV. Um, and we get a bit of a big blast of like white light and it runs down to the basement mm, and like basically right. hides in there. And now, yes, now it's being managed. Like it is, it thrashes a little bit, but does calm down when she's in the room. It's very interesting. Yeah. So, and that's and we like, pretty much fucking end there. That's the end of the movie. They hug and they're like, yeah. So this like, the, the <laughs> she's big, like, I love you now. And he's like, great. Thank you. <laughs> the big thing for me. Yes. Is this is the opposite is the of most <laughs> movies that we run into where the metaphor that they start on, they can't bring to its completion because they give favor to the narrative. Yes. And this one, they're like, obviously the metaphor is extremely important to them. It's like very clear. I think a little yeah. too clear. It loses a little bit of its, uh, um, not like power, but, uh, how, how smooth this goes over, you know? Like sure, how, yeah, exactly. How the, it's, it is. There's not enough 
coating on it to make it feel like it goes down as smooth sort of thing. Yeah, like, like the movie is done extremely well. Yeah. Like the pacing and the order of things and the shots and all of that. Um, but it keeps the, you on the roller coaster ride the whole fucking time. Like it never... Like, yeah. You can tell how important the metaphor is because distributors continuously want to be like, we want the Babadook to die at the end. That's how we think it should be. Wow. And she, <laughs> she was like, nope. Gotta no. gotta keep it alive because the whole thing is that it is a metaphor for like trauma, depression, grief, yeah. grief about somebody who's died. So the whole point is that she is grieving over her husband to the detriment of her child. Yeah, she goes. She pretty much goes through the five stages of grief in the film. Yeah, and like a big way that they exemplify this is that she's completely unwilling to talk about her husband, and whenever somebody mentions it, she like snaps on him. Yes, real good. Exactly. Um, which and I even very satisfying. And <laughs> for her, brings up that she doesn't talk. Like the sister tries to like reach yeah. out to her and talk to her, and she's like, "I don't fucking talk about my husband. Why are you like?" upset at me for doing that <laughs> and the nice ending of the movie we literally have enough time to just speed through like let's show that she is now celebrating samuel's birthday on the day yeah that she's now willing to talk about her dead husband that she's now showing affection to sam you know like yeah. all, all the reasons why the babadook came into existence we like very quickly go through like are like are not no not true yeah. uh ending our thesis that like this is exactly what was happening <laughs> in the movie. like i don't love that like we know exactly by the book 100 percent, and the whole <laughs> message with the babadook still being alive in the basement is that like it is respect for that you can't just like magically use therapy or drugs to, be to cured solve your problem, of, yeah, exactly. right? Like you have to like approach them and then you get them down to like a manageable yeah. level. Managing your grief, managing you your trauma. And, yeah. But you can like look directly at them. And, and I love, with it, you know? I also love like Sam is involved in the process of managing the grief, but is given like, it's not just, no, you can't go in the basement. It's because he wants to see it. He wants yeah. to see the Babadook. And it's like, when you're older, like giving a clear thing of like, I am, I'm refusing you here, mm -hmm. but for the reason of you are, I want to build up to you being able to talk about this yeah. cogently and like when you are mentally prepared for this, yeah. cause you're Which six years old. <laughs> all the messaging I love, but it's just like very on the nose, you know, like sure. that line too is, is yeah. like, yeah, when you're older, it's like, you're 100% talking about both things, you know, true. I completely agree. I feel like there's a different episode where I say that the, the wish same they thing. And I, no, and, no, the, the, oh. like, they are like, it's so exactly like on the nose, but I really like it. Exactly. I just, I feel like this one is not as smooth about it. You know, this one's just very kind of blunt about that messaging. I definitely think so. I also think there's a little bit of, we have to do it like this, both because we don't want that semblance of we just cured it and we're fine mm -hmm. thing. Like we want to say that this is truly whatever, but also they give the main character such a fucking like you, you're in the feeling of dread and like upset, like how upset you are during the whole film. I think the catharsis of like, good. Thank fucking God. Everything is moving in the right direction. You know what I mean? Like, I think that also makes it blunt and also justifies why it's there because it's like, we got to give the audience, like if it's, we're, if we're doing an empowering message of like, you can manage your grief, we have to put it out there like pretty directly. And also 
they're in such dire straits with how they're feeling that when they get to a normal level, it feels like they've shot up to the sugar plum mountains. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I I don't have any problem with like it ending like this and okay. being the messaging and everything. I just think it could have been done with a little bit more finesse, you know, was, yeah, it's like I can, there, uh, yeah. there's something, and then like the the narrative was hurting a little bit at the end for me. And now this is all to say like these are these Again. are issues I have, but I fundamentally actually in practice know that I cannot write it better because I wrote a <laughs> short story really extremely similar to this before the Babadook came out, which is actually gender reverse, but it's about a Yo. father whose wife died and he has a daughter and the do you still have yeah the mother comes back as a uh a like a bloated demon in the basement and he decides to like she doesn't do anything like she just sits in the basement he decides to leave her around and it is like directly metaphor for wow. his grief about his wife hell and, yeah uh until he endangers the daughter and then decides to get rid of the demon um but i, 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 read I, I had a lot of trouble with the ending in particular <laughs> For like hmm. these exact reasons that I'm calling out now is like how do we not how do we keep the metaphor as good as it's been so far without, without. But like give a satisfying like narrative conclusion as well you know like it's yeah do you like, think a so one I think like that might also be why I struggle liking this movie more is because it's so similar to something that I've written and I have like you know it gives me you very got, strong ideas you got ratioed it. on your idea yeah. because you went I have this idea of the and then they went I have this idea let me make yeah. a fucking movie with it <laughs> um yeah do you think a and we're just talking like don't worry about it but like do you think like it's a time thing in the movie or what do you think when you, you talk about subtlety or like finesse do you mean. I don't know. I don't know okay. how you. I don't know how you would do it. Because uh, like doing like extending out when that happens, like saying you know years later or whatever. Like no, you know for his, that exactly. Yeah, that's no, what I'm saying. It's it's like, like I don't think it does the same thing because especially clear, narratively, it's, it's the same ninety I don't think minutes. It's you can put like super easy. Yeah. to do. Like it. No, it's much harder. How than you that. square that circle without There's just like saying fundamental <laughs> changes you have to make that to kind of like uh, to hide. The metaphor a little bit more, yeah you know instead of the making it trouble, so direct yeah maybe like not leave so many examples of why this is directly the metaphor that leave you with like no other interpretation the possible, trouble you know? yeah it's just that the trouble with it is it's it's weird because it's not it is a metaphor but it's a metaphor inside of the like in the world of the movie, it's essentially a metaphor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, nobody says that, obviously, because the only people who interact with the fuck Babadook are the people being terrorized by the Babadook. But it definitely runs into, like, she's so grief-stricken. That's exactly what it is. Like, there's no way around that is we're talking about grief because of a demonstrable act yeah. that happened and traumatized them. And but it, subsequently, it this guy comes all, around like, the haunt. You know what I mean? We know that the Babadook in the movie is real. It's yes. like actually yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I feel pretty confident, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would 100% agree. But then it also comes draws into question, like, wait, what is the Babadook actually? Where did this book come from? The like, why did it show up now? Like, what is... I In my story, I don't say why the demon is there yes. but i actually do have like a whole 
like back. You have your theory of like for like what what is happening. If I why. needed to explain, yeah. it, that's where it would come from. All I know is that the Babadook is an openly gay demon ghost monster. That. Yes, that. For anybody who doesn't know, you, you may have seen that the Babadook is an LGBTQIA plus icon. Good job. Come on. Come on. I don't I don't actually like the, the alphabet soup, as they call it. Uh, yeah. I prefer just queer, but queer icon. Also fair, yeah. Uh, as far as I... It looked like you were pulling up more stuff, but as far as I Please. knew, it was just because when the Babadook was on Netflix, they accidentally put it into the LGBT like, it category. It that... It was that was essentially the fuel for a fire that was slowly being put together before. <laughs> it's like a couple months before that uh-huh. happened. That screenshot went around. I love that this is the stuff that we can was, trail back all the way to the exact origin. Was uh, was a, it was a Tumblr post that was just um, that was literally this is the post from it's from. Instagram. So Instagram, but with an A shoved between the N of Instagram, if that makes sense. Um, it just says, when it, this is a Tumblr post, whenever someone says the Babadook isn't openly gay, it's like, did you even watch the movie? <laughs> <laughs> the response from Necromantics. Great fucking oh problematic God. name there. It's canon, basically. I mean, he created a pop-up book of himself for the drama <laughs> of it all? And That's then, fair. The, the poor... The foolish The Murder House comes in to say, y'all realize the Babadook was just her depression, right? Oh. Ian comes back, oh yeah, God. and he was gay? Did, was that a question mark and exclamation <laughs> There's mark? All, it's three question marks. I couldn't, but it was so loud. I can, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, there was there's some more. Someone did not enjoy this. It was all a ham-fisted metaphor for grief after the death of a loved one, not just her depression, but all the related stages of grief. I think and that's then, my problem is a ham-fisted metaphor. I don't even know if it, it's fine. Yes. Ian comes back, no, the Babadook <laughs> was a man who fearlessly and proudly loved other men in spite of a society telling him that his love was wrong. Like, watch the movie? <laughs> And then, why does Tumblr always do too fucking much? It's just a movie, Lamal. Follow up. A movie about a gay man who just wants to live his life in a small Australian suburb? It may be just a movie to you, but to the LGBT community, the Babadook is a symbol of our journey. (laughs) Then, through the accident, months later, that the Netflix thing happens with LGBT icon how does that or mo- it's just lgbtq movies like did that's it what they actually put it under. end up in there by accident is that apocryphal is it the screen so this is the thing the screenshot is available you can absolutely yeah. find that screenshot whether or not it's a photoshop is a different thing that at this point i don't care about yeah it's but you well, can 100 like, find i like hunting facts yes um let me see I, if i can yeah i, can... I just didn't even can considered hard whether like that actually happened or not but like that is like the story right is yes 100 percent. that it ended up there that it was like they accidentally threw whatever yeah you can see i'm showing jorge yeah i've yeah. seen i've seen the uh <laughs> the, under the banner of lgbt movies um i did also like this from a uh journalist john paul brammer has the quote Haunting a small white family in an Australian <laughs> suburb is a radical act, and the Babadook did that. <laughs> so the Babadook, for a time, was adopted as 
he never queer stopped icon. being a queer icon. I do. I am talking about him as a queer man. It's like a gay man. I love that. The Instagram post is great of just them being like, it's so obvious that the Babadook is openly gay and everyone going, where are you getting this? I'm like, because the Babadook. I mean, the top hat and the long gloves the top do hat, make more sense. Honestly, there's this there's the scene where he fully possesses her when he's coming down the chimney like she's running away and he comes down the chimney drops his hat down his hand comes out with his glove and he just flares out his hand very like fast and I was like that is a little sassy that is a little there is some pizzazz on that more than I, I do expected. like he's coming down the chimney and he drops his hat down <laughs> first yeah like it's <laughs> like, fucking drama queen yes he's absolutely kind of a, he's a huge drama queen. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which who we love, despite his ham-fisted metaphor. <laughs> I think that that is enough for me to give him a ghost scale alien. I think, like, Thank I you. get it. I can't. I'm the ally in this episode. Well, I you've moved for you, me. It's you moved just between, up to allyship here. Just, I was. Tr- that's, I can't. What? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Greek. Can I be an ally if <laughs> I your, am? You, the- you- <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, it's too hard for me to have an unbiased opinion. Having... Me gaslighting you into thinking that you're only an ally to the uh, queer community. It's, it's too hard for me to have an opinion on it without yes. bias since I've written something so close to it. Yes, And I am fair. so confident yeah. that the movie was constructed extremely well. Like, as well, well as you could like, be, yeah. Yeah, like, the, well, the the move like the cinematography and like the narrative yes. and everything is like really well done all the acting like i got no problems anywhere Tr- those are all board, tens yeah like except for this kind of amorphous idea that perhaps the metaphor is too obvious like yeah. that's my main concern and uh that she jumps too fast from having been fully possessed by the babadook to, to standing being up able for to and fully banish him, him. Yeah. when you think about like her being possessed by the babadook if you're following the metaphor, which has been completely by the book so far, yeah. indicates that she is at her lowest point, the most, the, like having submitted the most possible to her grief, for her to jump all the way to, I am now willing to. Though, I mean, you can call rock bottom on it, you know, like that, that is a common thing people talk about. I don't know how true it is, but that yeah. hit rock bottom. And then sometimes like that's from where it's easier to go nowhere, but up. That's um, the it just thing. happens very quickly in the movie. Yes. This is the other thing about that. And I completely... From a narrative perspective, I completely understand. If you are following the stages of grief, it's denial, anger, bargaining, depression into acceptance. Like depression is the last one before you well, get. I feel like up, she's you know what I mean? anger in the last one. Well, she's Baba Shuck, but, yeah. <laughs> but it's you know what I mean. Like we're at a point where it's like that. If that's where we're dealing with it, you do kind of come in from that last bit. Yeah. up into even if you move anger it would be anger into acceptance like yeah. but, but, you know what yeah, i mean regardless between my but like my, point, yeah. my, my few complaints <laughs> like <laughs> having is... having relatively few complaints folks this is like one complaint <laughs> relatively few, well i also like it like yeah the moving too quick the metaphor and that it starts with a car crash yes i don't like any of those that's fair and that i fucking hate that kid and makes the movie annoying to watch at the beginning that's the tough part is i think a lot of people can't get yeah. 15 minutes into the movie like <laughs> um so ultimately like since it's relatively few complaints and because i think it is become popular enough and important enough within horror as a genre yeah and because he's a gay icon <laughs> those three together gave me the ghost I'm... the skull and the alien 
that puts him over the top hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The aliens. The, Unbelievable. Uh, the, the queer one. Is the, our... Of course. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's What that's, a note to end. <laughs> that's all I got for, for, for Baba Duke. Absolutely. Duck, duck, duck. Uh, next week we are actually not having an episode because yes. we will be out of town on vacation. Correct. Um, so we're not picking our movie for the week after either. It'll be a nice surprise. Yeah, hopefully maybe we'll, get to we'll watch a few things and maybe we'll get you some real. We'll dig through some real pieces. Actual of shit to get you a little diamond, little nug, little quick little quick little diamond. We might even. I can't believe I'm promising this. We might even post on social media. Maybe about it to tell you the movie ahead of time. Maybe. Um, you know, but the if easiest you, thing in the world would be to just like, I don't want to use X. I have no interest. In I have no interest X. in it. Yeah, um, but I have to. But when, but when Twitter was a thing way back in the day, uh, to just like tweet out every time we watch a movie, yeah, you know something. We should really do like a TikTok. So I don't know. We should, but that would be <sighs> like a whole thing. You and don't then want to have fun. If it's not fun, I'm not doing it. That's the thing. Like Threads is. It's just the other ones are so like Bare low thread. body count. Yeah, like Threads or whatever. Thread and bear, sorry. and I have to. Get invited to Blue Sky. The fuck is Blue Sky? It's what Jack Dorsey and friends made after they after Elon bought Twitter. They made mm. Blue Sky, uh, which apparently I'm really hoping this is both true and sticks on. Apparently, instead of a tweet, because it's Blue Sky, you can skeet. <laughs> that shut up! You can't. <laughs> it can't be true. That can't. Be I true. won't accept it, but I also will accept it. You know it's what Skeet means now. It's not like middle school. Shout out Skeeter. Play that song. Yes, and, and be fine. And teachers uh, didn't know that they were squ- talking about square walls. fucking yeah. principals wouldn't understand what was happening. Anyway, yes. I also want to thank Eyes of Astoria for a wonderful theme song, Dead Walk. Mm-hmm. Catch John from Eyes of Astoria or any of our other various guests by going to thebloodystream.com and clicking on Pod People. Absolutely. A big shout out to our sister podcast, Downtime, with John and Emily. A how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. You can find us on social medias where we kind of don't post, but whatever, uh, at Bloody Stream Pod, and we will talk to you same bloody time Except for next week. Same bloody channel. <laughs> <laughs>